It's Y Britchka here with Mark Lenhart, the newest coach for the Riverton Wolverines. And Mark, good to be here in studio with you, but kind of get a little introduction about yourself. Thanks, Wyatt. It's good to be here today, you know, fresh off of unloading the trailer at the storage unit. So, um, you know, just a few things about me. I've, you know, I'm 41 years old. I, uh, I've been coaching here in Wyoming now in high school football for, for 13 years. Uh, prior to that, I did seven years in college, and then I played college football down at Mesa State. And before that, I grew up in Cheyenne. So kind of going back the other way, you know, I was a Cheyenne Central kid, uh, went and played uh, three years at Mesa, got hurt, kind of had to end my career. And then they asked me to be a student assistant. So I did one year there. Uh, and from there, I got a wonderful opportunity at Carroll College to coach four years with Mike Van Deest. And, uh, you know, a lot of what I learned about football and how to run a program comes from there. You know, I, they were good way before I got there. So I was very fortunate to get on and be a part of three national championships and four conference championships at the NAIA level. Uh, and then from there, I went to the University of Mary, uh, coached for a guy named Myron Schultz, who's very well known in North Dakota, and, uh, you know, did two years there and then decided it was uh, time to maybe start making a little bit better living and wanted to get in the high school game and closer to home. Went to Torrington and was the uh, the head football coach there for eight years. Uh, you know, it was a situation where the program was – struggling to win some games and and we had a tough couple first years but uh, by the end we ended up playing for two state titles and and went 41 and 10 over our last five years so uh, you know really proud of what we accomplished there and then I spent the last four years as the head coach at Rock Springs and um, again uh, you know a program that had 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 Dave Hastings did a nice job there and brought one winning season and uh, but there hadn't been much since the early 2000s and then we were able to go to the state title game in 2022 and and uh, you know we had a couple years around 500 and and but we really I thought improved and, and and got better over time and so did that and then this opportunity came up and and here I am and I plan to be in Riverton for a long time. I want to get more into the background in just a moment, but. What was the kind of the selling point for Riverton? What made you bring come here to Riverton? I know there was more family stuff and so, but what all were the reasons for coming to Riverton? Well, I think the biggest thing why it is is you know my folks live in Pinedale and then my in laws live in Cheyenne, so this is kind of a somewhat in the middle place. I've always loved this area, and from my time of being in Torrington and us playing Riverton, I always truthfully marveled at what I thought I saw as the athletes that live here. I mean, I remember several times I'd show up and be like, holy cow, there are some good looking kids that play for this, this team. And there were some great skill kids and receivers. And uh, definitely every time we played them, it kept me up at night. And so I really like what coach sheets has done with the basketball program. I like that the, the community seems to be, hungry for success and uh you know i just think that there's some some good pieces here and the more you do this and the longer you're in it you realize that a strong central administration is is vital and i know joanne flanagan the superintendent who's leaving is valued athletics and and i know jody will value them and then and, and the hiring of tom jasmine who was my ad at rock springs when you get the support you need and you feel like a community that 
the community wants to have success. To me, that's kind of the perfect storm to build something. And so that I wanted to make sure those pieces were in place and I was pleased with what I saw. What were some things that you learned when you got the opportunity to be a coach at the college level and got brought up as a student assistant? Kind of what was the influence there and what were things that you took away from the college level? Well, I think, you know, when I was coaching college football, it was a little bit different in the fact that you know that you're coaching against other dudes who literally are spending their entire week trying to find a way to stop what you did the week before. And so I learned a lot about how to look complicated but stay simple, right? Because at the end of the day, you're still coaching, and this is football. It's not rocket science, okay? If it was, I'm not smart enough to do that. (laughs) But one thing I learned from my mentor or one of my mentors, Nick Hallett, is – Uh, you know, you can run the same play a lot of different ways and make it look different to the opponent. And so I think if, you know, if you study our tape from since I've started coaching or, you know, uh, you know, just some of the things that we've done over time, I think you can see that on our film is that, you know, we're not going to run a ton of different plays, but we're going to do it at a lot of different formations and, and try and make the defense adjust to what we're doing. And so that's a big part of it. One thing I learned from the defensive side of the ball with Coach Van Deest, even though I didn't coach defense while I was at Carroll, I was always amazed at how he was always able to reinvent himself every year. I mean, this is a guy who just won a national title playing a 3-4 defense, and then he says, no, I think this year we'll be better off maybe walking a guy down and being in a little more of a three, a four-man front. He was always really, really good at seeing what he had and then adjusting to what the players could do instead of just running just a straight system. And I think the best coaches are the guys who do that. Uh, You know, it kills me when somebody – and there's people who've had a lot of success, but they say this is our system, this is what we do. Well, in college you can recruit to that system. In high school you may have a quarterback who throws really well one year, and then you may have a kid the next year who can't throw a lick but is a good runner. And so you've got to be able to have a system that is diverse enough to – you know, be able to adapt to what your players can do. And I think that's just what I'm excited about getting started to go to camp at Black Hills with these guys here in a few weeks and get some players on tape. And then I can kind of formulate a plan for what we're going to do in the fall. And so I'm excited that I'm going to be able to get some tape on our guys and then watch it, make an evaluation, and then kind of try to develop a plan moving forward. Are you kind of more of a defensive coach or an offensive coach? I've always, I've always coached offense. Um, this first year here, uh, I'm going to be heavily involved in the defense as well. Um, and the reason being is, is that is not ideal to be the <laughs> offensive and defensive coordinator. There's way too much going on. But for the first year, I really want the whole staff to kind of be on the same page of what my expectations are. And I want to train a defensive coordinator. And, and so I have some ideas on who that might be, but they'll call the sub varsity games, the JV and the freshman games, but varsity, I kind of want them just to be right next to me and use this as a year of uh, OJT on the job training type of situation. So it's kind of more of an opportunity to kind of yeah. learn and everything. Like yeah. That. And, and listen, I mean, we're all starting fresh here. This is a new season for me, a new job, a new opportunity. And I hope the staff who we just hired last week feels the same way. And, you know, this is, we're all, 
we're all on, on display here, right? I mean, they are going to have to prove to me that they're willing to work and do the things that need to be done to be successful. And then I've got to find out who clicks and meshes the best in certain roles. And so this first year is going to be a lot of that feeling out. And I think some of the mistakes I've made in the past as a coach that I wish I could do over again, or if I said I would do it over again, is to not rush into just giving guys roles. You know, use that first year to really figure out what they do best, just like our players, and then give them roles accordingly. Kind of essentially building it from the ground up. Exactly. Yeah, I I plan to be here for a long time. I've got... I've got a, a daughter who will be in kindergarten next year, Brady, and then i got a son, Brandon, who will be a second grader. You know, I don't want to move my kids around anymore. You know, I want us to be settled in, and my wife's got a great job here. We've got friends here. You know, this is just a good fit, and I think Riverton has extreme potential to be a very, very good 3A school. Yeah, and, you know, you're coming back down to the 3A ranks. You know, mm-hmm. you got to spend some time – at the 4A level, kind of talk about a little bit of the 3A level that you kind of are expecting this year. Well, I think, you know, I, from the film I've seen, I mean, there are not a lot of 4A teams who could have beat Cody and Star Valley the last few years. That's just my opinion. Maybe some of the guys will disagree with me. But, you know, I, th- I think that there's some really, really good football. And I've always thought there's good football at the 3A level. And I think there's very good coaching. I would say the biggest difference probably is just maybe depth. You know, when you're playing Cheyenne East, they're going to come at you with a bunch of guys, right? But Star Valley's like that in 3A as well, you know. So I think that's more of it than anything. I think that everybody's got a dude or a couple good dudes, two, three dudes. But in 4A, you might see a team with five or six dudes. So you can't just lock in on trying to stop one guy or one scheme or one system. So I think the 3A coaching is very unique in the fact that it is very, very developmental, where at the beginning of the year, there might be a guy who is not one of your top players, but by the end of the season, he's a huge contributor because everybody's watched enough tape to take away your best stuff or try to anyway. And, you know, Mark, you again – building this from the ground up what have you kind of done already even though you're not fully here in Riverton yet what have you kind of done to get things started here well I think success starts with clear communication right and you know although people are learning who I am and and what we're going to do I've tried to set out the summer schedule in a very finite way that parents players coaches know okay these are the days we're working it's kind of try and find a way to play on the other days. You know what I mean? Cause I still think it's important for kids to have a summer. I think it's important for kids to play other sports. I think that they need to go to their basketball camps. I think they need to play baseball. I think they, but one thing that in modern day athletics that people around the community and really anywhere need to understand is the weight room is never a day off, right? Like it is a 365 year or day a year program that you go. And we're really lucky to have Ross Anderson, Uh, who I think does a terrific job. And we've got an administration who supports kids getting into weights class, getting athletes getting into weights class. And so I think that that's the big thing. And then when we have our allotted days to do football things, we're going to use them. And then a lot of some of it falls on the players too to do some stuff. So I think for the biggest part of it all is is just – clearly communicating what that looks like and we've put out a june and july calendar so everybody knows down to the day to the time when we're doing and where we're going and um you know in the first year there's always a little few hiccups there but i'm hoping by year two and three it's like 
parents like, no, we can't do vacation that week because we got this. You know, I want it to be very clearly communicated to them. Gotcha. And coach, you know, community here is always a big thing. That's kind of mm-hmm. what we like to emphasize. I'll just talk a little bit more about the community and what has the community said to you as you make your way here to Riverton? Well, everybody's been extremely welcoming. Um, and like I said, I think it helps in the fact that I've coached around the state, you know, for the last uh, 12 years as a head coach. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, there's, you know, Coach Patterson who's still teaching at the high school and coaching volleyball. He was the coach, you know, Coach Sheets was on the staff. Coach Watson, who's on our staff now. And I think we're going to get Coach Sheets to volunteer and come help out as well because, Maybe a lot of people don't know that about him. He was an all, uh, an all conference receiver at Shattern, so he's really a football guy, you know. So he's really, really sharp. Um, but I think that the biggest thing that I like, and I think you're seeing a lot of parents from those '90s to early 2000 era that are having kids that have moved back, you know, the Court McGuffies, those type of guys who are, you know, uh, Tommy Vincent and these guys that are having kids that are, you know, coming up through. And that's what I like because let's just face it. I mean, Donnie Julian is one of the best coaches that's ever been in this state and he built a hell of a program here. And, uh, I'm excited that those are the expectations of those types of people that are coming up in, in the town. Coach, I mean, it's good to see you again, and I'm glad you took some time coming here today. And Is there anything I left out? Is there anything about Wolverine football that the community should know before we get to August? Because I know it's May right now, but August is going to be here before we know it. Yeah, I know. We're doing a kids' camp, I believe, August 1st and 2nd. I'd encourage anybody to get, you know, that we'll be putting out all sorts of stuff. Go on to our, our Twitter page for Riverton Football. Um, we're putting poor Macy to work. We had signing day for our freshman last week. Um, you know, our junior high, I was just in, in contact with, with Aziz Wahid and, uh, you know, our junior high players are more than welcome to come to our, our morning drills and just get your kids signed up for football. I, I get text messages from old players regularly who are like, man, it was hard when I was doing it, but man, I'm glad I did it because I'm working now and all these other people that I'm working with are flat wimps and, you know, don't know how to work. And they say, I feel like I'm way ahead. So I would say this to anybody who wants to be involved with Wolverine program, I can't guarantee state championships, winning seasons, any of that. But what I can guarantee is that your son or daughter will be a better person for being a part of our program. And that goes from, you know, RGAFL all the way up through the high school level. And so we are working really hard to try and build the bridge from first grade to 12th grade. And I want to see a full cycle. There's one thing I haven't done in my career yet is I want to see a cycle of players from when they were in kindergarten all the way up through to be when I'm, coaching and just see what happens because i think what you see in like a place like sheridan or star valley is those first and second graders who come to the games have never seen their teams lose and i think when you can build if you can build that and get that thing going that's a power power that's a powerful thing because your mindset is so important of how you value football and that's what i want is just 
I don't think I think being a part of our program will be one of the best things for a young a young person to do to get them as a jump start to life. Seems like Wolverine football is going to be a big part of the community and yeah. just being with the RJFL and middle school and trying to mm-hmm. work with those kids. It sounds like what you're kind of. Yeah. For. Yeah. I'm really working hard to try and even uh, convince my new boss um, since I know him, I hope, but I'd like to get the last period off and get myself down to the junior high and help the coaches show them the exact drills and, and get the players actually integrated doing the drills with the high school players uh, for a small portion of the practice. So when they come to us, when we say, all right, I want to work on, uh, you know, vice or vice tackling, they know it. Like it's not, you know, oh, I did seventh grade, I did this eighth grade. So we're not wasting time. When we're on the field, we're getting the most out of our time. Mark Lenhart, newest football coach here at Riverton High School. I think can't thank you enough for taking some time. Thanks, Wyatt. I appreciate you having me, bud, for sure. Perfect.